Welcome to Conversate, our podcast where we engage in conversation. On this week's episode, I, Aaron, and Kevin, we're chatting about adoption and how that is a good word for us. Uh, but then we also have a special guest on the podcast this week, a young member of our church uh, who is adopted. And so we get to hear her story as well. So uh, we really hope that you uh, will enjoy this conversation as we open up to this concept of adoption and what it means for us as children of God. We hope you enjoy it. Well, Kevin. My man. I got nothing to cheers you with. Let's do a high five. I cheers you with my mic, but that sounds dangerous. All right. Here's the deal. We're making some moves. We're, we're going to be improving our quality. Maybe we'll even improve our studio setup. But that's going to be a hundredth episode surprise. We are at Conversate episode ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. That's a lot, dude. It's been a long ride. That's crazy. Uh, anyways, we've got some new gear that we're testing out: some microphones, some headphones. This is going to allow us to actually uh, have multiple people on the podcast at once, and hopefully, sound good with consistent audio we've been having some issues episode 96 you'd think we get 96 episodes and we'd be we'd be crushing it yeah. but we're still amateurs that's chaos theory baby <laughs> you know there's no consistency you never know when things are just going to go awry so we had some problems last week that we weren't aware of everything seemed to be working well but my microphone wasn't wasn't happening anyways uh this is our this is our second shot at uh doing this doing this uh episode and uh, it's kind of cool because we're we're actually splicing some stuff together to make this happen. Uh, because episode ninety seven, this episode of Conversate, we're talking about adoption, mm-hmm. and you were able to sit down uh, with a, a young member of our congregation and talk to her because she was a- adopted, and so you get to hear some of her story. And we're going to include that in this week's podcast. Um, and so, uh, Kevin, I just wanted to ask you, kind of. Uh, we're we're going to preface it a little bit, you and I, and then and then kind of come back around uh, at the end and just close things out. But uh, I, I guess what was that? What was that like? Or in in the, you mentioned uh, who it is, right? Well, so, should we leave it as a surprise? No, I'll, I'm gonna. I'm glad you asked because okay. I wanted to introduce her now. Okay, uh, because we had, but with some of these audio issues we've been dealing with, it cut out. Um, so her name's Nadia Kapler. Uh, maybe you've seen her around our congregation. If you're watching, you'll get a chance. Uh, otherwise, if you're listening, you just have to listen really well in, in groups of people to see if you've ever heard this person. Um, but she uh, is a 19-year-old, a recent graduate of, I think, Houghton. I'm not sure. I think so. Was it Houghton? Okay. And uh, she's taken a gap year of time uh, to kind of well, figure out what she wants to do with her life. She's working over at Subway off uh, in that complex off Sharon Ave. So you can go visit her and say hello if you want. Uh, sweet kid. She went on the National Youth Gathering with us this summer uh, with Marcus Huff uh, at the helm of, uh, of that youth group trip. And um, yeah, so she shares her story with me of uh, her adoption. And honestly, it's, it's a story of uh, a story she has heard from her adoptive parents because she was really young uh, when this all happened. Um, and so it's, uh, it's a kind of a, a heavy sharing in some respects, uh, but she was kind of courageous to, to step out and she wanted it to serve as an opportunity for others to, uh, know that your past doesn't define you. That's kind of what she said. I think that part cuts out. So you won't get to hear that. Um, 
but she that was something that she was carrying with her. She's got this part of her identity that's in the past, but she also has this new identity now. Um, so that was kind of that was kind of neat. So this is Nadia, yeah, that you'll get to hear in just a minute. Well, that's cool to hear her echo that because I think in a lot of ways that's what that's what adoption is, right? That's what I remember hearing you say in your sermon this last week uh, about adoption is there's this uh, there's this change that happens in us when, when we're adopted, right? Cause that's, that's ultimately what we're, what we're seeing that adoption is a good word. Mm-hmm. Adoption is a good word because we are adopted children of God. And when, when God adopts us as his children, we're changed. You know, you, you preached a lot about the fact that we're no longer these slaves to, to fear, mm-hmm. um, but we're children of God. That's actually, I, I kind of wish that we would have uh, sung this song in church on, on Sunday. Um, but there's, there's a song that we, that we sing uh, at, our, at our early service called No Longer Slaves. Oh. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. It's funny you mentioned that because I thought that song was called Child of God. Oh, so now the song selection makes sense, right? From this last, so uh, spoiler, let's not spoiler because it's already happened, but I picked out two songs because I was like, these would go so well with the message. And I, you intended it to be that song. The song that Aaron just sang is the one I had in mind, but I like the one you guys sang. Because there is one that we have that's called Child of God. <laughs> this is what I'm learning right now in this moment. Um, but it's exactly, that was exactly what's on my mind, you know, and it's so true. And that's so part of Nadia's story. And, and I think you will get a taste of this uh, in these little interview clips coming up. Um, there's there's still some baggage there, you know, there's a bit of a, a weight of that old identity. Um, but Nadia knows too that she has this new identity that she's living into. And uh, spiritually speaking, exactly, that's it. Like we all have um, scars and wounds and none of us get out of this life unscathed. But the gospel is Jesus coming into our world, into our life. He's bringing healing. He's bringing restoration. He's He is bringing back that identity that ultimately we lost, you know, in the garden. You know, that's like the story of the Bible is unity with God, communion with God um, uh, that we've lost, but God, Jesus has come to bring it back for us. And that's um, what really gives us a sense of ourself and confidence that nothing else in this world uh, can give because it's really, it's our true identity. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think I think this is a good point. Let's let's turn it over to your conversation with Nadia again. Uh, our apologies for some audio issues. Uh, w- we think that we were able to hear hear the best parts uh, from Nadia, and so enjoy this uh, little bit of hearing her story—a true story of adoption. Oh, I don't even know how to like. It's so hard to like. Mm-hmm. Adoption is not a really easy topic just to bring up, you know. Yeah. You having thought about that? It's like not an easy. Yeah. Well, that you want to just start there. Yeah. Let's just talk about that for a minute. Okay. Because that was even like so when I called you. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. Right. So so Nadia and I, you know, we spoke on the phone mm-hmm. uh, before this conversation, and and I kind of told her like, hey, yeah. I've got this question, and it's mm-hmm. kind of a weird one mm-hmm. because. Well, I don't know. It just like I say, I do improper things, like asking a person's age. You know, mm-hmm. it, you're not supposed to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, something to me, something in my spirit said, well, Kevin, this is, Hey, be, be gentle about this. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's just not the kind of thing you normally ask a person. Yeah. So when you say like talking about, it, it's hard, like what for yeah. you, yeah. what comes to mind? Like what makes, um, I think it's just like all the trauma that I've been through. Um, when I was a kid, I think 
just going back and thinking about it, I think that's just like overwhelming. And I think that's what makes it so hard, you know, because for so many years, I, um, there are so many questions that I wanted to figure out, like, why did my parents, you know, gave me up, why, you know, they, what they did, you know, so it's, it's hard, you know, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah. it says a lot about you, Nadia, that you would even have mm-hmm. the strength and the courage to speak even to that. Yeah. You know, that does, it says a lot. I remember when we talked on the phone too. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's tangential, but it maybe had something to do with, you know, like mm-hmm. this whole topic that it, uh, that it is a lot, you yeah. know? Yeah. And um, part of what the scripture is telling us in Romans, in Romans eight fifteen, when uh, Paul is writing and saying that we have this spirit of adoption, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, part of the move he's making, he's telling us as Christians, as followers of Jesus, mm-hmm. as people whom Jesus loves, mm-hmm. right? So much so that he would come find us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he would come step down out of heaven and not just find us, but gather us, you know, bring us together. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul is saying uh, that that like Jesus... When he, when he comes to us, he's, he's coming to, to try and basically tend to our wounds, you know, mm-hmm. tend to these things. Cause we've all, so we all have a story, right? Mm-hmm. We all have different stories, yeah. but there's nobody, oh my gosh, there's nobody on the face of this earth that walks out of it unscathed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, what would you tell? So here I am, I'm a guy who, mm-hmm. um, I have one, I actually learned this later in life. I do have one uh, extended family member who was put up for adoption. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But that's as close as I in, I've met that person, mm-hmm. um, but twice in my life and for not very long. Mm-hmm. So I don't know much about adoption. Okay. You know, like it hasn't been my experience. Yeah. How would you, yeah, I mean, what, what if you wanted someone to understand mm-hmm. adoption, Yeah. you know, like what would be something you would tell me? Um, it's definitely not an easy process. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it depends on like where you're getting the child from. Mm -hmm. So like from my country, Ukraine, it took about like, um, maybe like two years just to get me to America. Mm. So yeah, my adoption parents, they went back and forth. Like they stayed in Ukraine for months and then they got to take us for maybe a couple year or a couple uh, weeks to America and just a visit. Mm. Um, and then they would just have to send us back, you know, to our orphanages. Do you have like, do you remember? Yeah. Like, um, I was far back. It's yeah. I was an, I was adopted. I was four years old. Okay. So, no, I don't really remember uh-huh. much, but I do like my adoption mom is to tell stories and like um, other people like, hey, this is like how long this process went. Mm. And uh, one of my favorite stories was um, so they my adoption mom wanted to adopt just my brother. Right. 
So, and then they got the process started until one day my orphanage and his orphanage came to an event together. Mm-hmm. And then McGraw was like, oh, that's my sister. And he was telling everybody like, oh, like I saw my sister. I saw my sister. And everyone was just like, sister? Like what sister? So they uh, looked uh, into my information and apparently here I am. <laughs> yeah, that's how, how I came into the process. So um, that's kind of like, to me, that's amazing because if my brother never saw me, yeah. I won't even be, you know, it's kind of amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is good. Context. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he's got an older brother. Yeah. How much older is he than you? Two years. Two years. Yeah. And you call him Volo there in the story. Yes. That's, I didn't realize yes. that's like his, I, I know him as well. Yeah. Uh, I call him Vaughn. Bon, and that's kind of how he goes Bolo. by. Right? Okay. But Volo is, uh, that's like his. Yeah. His name, name technically is like 12 letters long. Can you pronounce it's, it? No. <laughs> <laughs> and you're Ukrainian. I know. I know. <laughs> All right, so I won't even. Yeah. yeah I'm not going to even try. It's so long. It's like Volo. That's yeah, all I got. Yeah, no, something yeah. like that. I don't know. <laughs> I said like, I yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah so, wow. um, yeah. Um, yeah, so so your adopted parents had the, the process that they had started was with your older brother. Yes, yeah. And then come to find out, yeah. oh, he's got a sister. Yeah. And that is really wild to think that you guys weren't even in the same yeah. orphanage. Yeah. Yeah. But then they communicated or talked to each other and had that chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to go a little way back when I was, you know, live with my, when I was still living with my birth parents. And while, you know, my mother was very alcoholic, she, you know, bu- she abused alcohol, basically. Mm-hmm. And she left us days at a time and didn't feed us and you know, she basically just abandoned us. And, um, so after that, my brother went to an orphanage and then I went to an orphanage and we split up. We, we basically split up in two different places. So that coming together in that event, I thought that was, you know, really special, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I just, it, it, it wasn't just a total random person. It was your own brother. Yes. Mm-hmm. How significant is that? And mm-hmm. that's so cool that then you both got to come. Yeah. To me, I was different from everybody because mm-hmm. I was from a, a Ukraine. Yeah. And I, you know, came here, didn't speak any English. Wow. And um, the only thing I could, like, do was read people's faces mm-hmm. because I didn't know what they were saying, you know? Yeah. And, um... I had his back and he had mine, basically, mm, because, okay. yep. you know, we were, we came from a country that, you know, so, yeah. yeah. Well, they say, like, blood is thicker than water. Exactly. You know, like, there's this connection, mm-hmm. you know, and there is kind of that, even even mm-hmm. as siblings, when you don't get yeah. along, there's right. still, like, underneath that, like, yeah. this. We still, we, we still, like, didn't get along, yeah. like, but, you know, when we had our, like, we were... When you needed each other. Yeah, when we needed each other, we did go to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, that's really interesting. That's really neat that, mm-hmm. like, yeah, God had his hand in that. Yeah. And you guys have come over together. And yeah. God's with you, and he's 
he'll be he'll be walking with you as you discover your oh, yeah. yourself on the journey. So he's by my side. Amen, man. Well, awesome. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. Thanks for that good word. And uh, yeah, we hope uh, this good word series is, is useful and beneficial to you all. So thanks again for listening and uh, have a good week. Bye, guys. Well, not being able to be there in the room while you were having that conversation with Nadia, I I, I was thrilled to hear it and to hear her uh, speak and just hear her her willingness to share. So thanks for having that conversation. Uh, what What really stood out to you you know, as we kind of wrap things up that, that she said. Yeah. So it's a kind of pivotal moment and hopefully you caught it too listeners as she spoke of this moment where I'm um, so Nadia, you know, wasn't going to be adopted. She's not the one the adoptive parents were looking to adopt. Uh. She was uh, the sibling of the, the one who was chosen, right? So her brother Vaughn and, uh, but those orphanages in Ukraine where she and Vaughn, her brother were separated, got together reconnected it, it seems almost coincidentally right or she didn't know she had a, a brother and uh and they got connected and and therefore and thereby nadia ended up getting adopted too by those same adoptive parents so that for that for nadia uh just in our little conversation even after the recording it was a big moment for her to know that more than just coincidence right there was a hand at work within this story that was connecting her to her brother and bringing her uh, here to this place. And it's so cool to think about uh, that because of that, you and I and you listeners, we now get to hear Nadia's story. Hmm. She's connected to this family, you know, of God. And uh, and I'm always amazed by that, how God connects different people in our lives uh, to basically, well, to walk together, to strengthen each other. And I think that's why we lean so heavy on that notion of family at St. Peter and Paul, right? This for this family of God. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A vibrant and multiplying family of God that's truly and fully alive in Christ. Yeah. And and, and yeah, that's a good reminder that there are, we got other brothers and sisters out there. Right. And they might not even know it yet. Mm -hmm. Right. We might be those people that God is placing to say, hey, there's my brother. Mm. There's my sister. Come meet our father. Right. And that's, that's the guarantee in the scriptures that, that God, God is offering this gift of adoption for everyone. Right. It is it is accessible to all people, uh, and so e- even those who may seem far off, even those who may seem like they they want nothing to do with the Father's uh, offer, uh, it is still for them. And you know, we have that one of my favorite stories that Jesus tells is that prodigal or the the parable of the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. Um, where the you know the son takes his inheritance before his dad's even dead, basically saying, "Dad, you're as good as dead to me," and he runs away and squanders it all in reckless living and eating pig slop and uh, you know recalling wanting to go home um, mm-hmm. and and just saying, I, "I'll just be my dad's slave. It'd be better than you know. I don't even need to be his son." Um, and as he's going home, you know, the the Bible says that his father saw him. And ran to his father saw him, felt compassion for him, and ran to him when he was still far off. Mm-hmm. You know, so the father pursues us mm-hmm. um, even when we're far away. And I think that's that's a good news uh, story uh, that we can be reminded of. And so we have that that calling as well yep. um, to go and bring this this good news um, of adoption, mm-hmm. uh, and the, and the promise of eternity and that, that the heirs <laughs> that we are all heirs to this inheritance yep. uh, of the riches of the kingdom of God. And that's a beautiful, 
a beautiful thing. Mm. So uh, again, thanks for sitting down and uh, sharing sharing some time with with Nadia and to our listeners. Hopefully, these microphones sound pretty sweet. So yeah. <laughs> you may wonder why are they wearing those goofy things on their on their heads? It's because it's getting cold out, and my ears are getting cold. That's right. I'm not ready for winter, man. <laughs> so we're wearing earmuffs. <laughs> no, actually, uh, a lot of podcasters do this so that they can actually hear how we sound. What's things? I can tell when I turn my head too far and I start talking. And I should, wait a minute, I should come. Oh, yeah. See, is that? There you spot. go. There you go. So, so, you know, we're 97 episodes in, and we're still learning. So, yeah. we're by 100, we're gonna be polished and ready, oh. to, man. This, this thing's rolling. So, but no, it was uh, yep, super fun talking to Nadia. If you guys get a chance, if you see her at Subway or if you see her around uh, St. Peter and Paul, say hi to her. Introduce yourself. Uh, just fun to get to know the members of our family, and uh, yeah, neat that she came on. So, thanks a lot, Nadia, for for sitting down with me. I appreciate it.